You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Thanksgiving Hangover Edition of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, all back here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Jason Lockenfora helps us recover from said hangover and separates the contenders from the pretenders in a crowded AFC wildcard picture. So, what a fantastic weekend it was when it comes to favorites. Let's start with a tweet from Evan Abrams. Favorites, 12-3 and three straight up and against the spread in Week 12. First week with 12 or more favorites covering since Week 12 of 2017. And it is possible we could get up to 13, depending upon the outcome of Monday Night Football. But I suppose we will also look at the favorites who did not cover, because those games seem to be especially interesting. Joe, shall we eviscerate Lions stuff now? Should we wait for BetQL Court in about 40 minutes? Uh, what do we do with, with the Lions and, and uh, all these uh, incredible teams that maybe we were uh, taking in Survivor and they lost outright? And uh, maybe those games that we thought would go in a certain direction, but they were just the few exceptions. That feels so long ago. But yeah, I mean, right? Thanksgiving morning, I was just walking around. I'm like, lion stuff. This is the lion <laughs> stuff that we always talk about. And, uh, and that division's wide open. And we're going to get a big answer tonight. I, the Vikings are in a nice position here. They're going to face the Lions stuff twice in the last three weeks. <laughs> and, you know, here's a chance. To, now, if they lose to the Bears, which I think could happen, we'll break this this game down tonight. Um, I, I can't wait to do that. Uh, th- that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, it, in the uh, the Patriots ruined a lot of Survivor for people. Uh We're at the point in the season where there aren't a lot of options left, and you're just searching and searching and searching. I'm in one – it's not like a circa pool or anything like that. I had one spot left. I went with New England. That was a terrible pick. Right before, I'm like, I should probably go with Pittsburgh. It's my favorite play of the week. I should just go with Pittsburgh. I'm like, you know what? I'm not that upset about it because I was not winning that pool. It is one where I was just picking – my best option every single week. I used all the top teams, all those big point spreads that were available earlier in the week were all used up. So I was just like, whatever, Uh, give me New England and it did not work out. Tommy DeVito has won back-to-back weeks in this league. That's how messed up this league is. That was one of the favorites that did go, that did not get home losing outright. But um, yeah, favorites have just been, uh, been terrific. And one thing guys that jumped out to me is the number. The number matters so much, and there's so much movement on game day. If you go to Buffalo, Philadelphia, early in the week, you're getting the hook if you're on Buffalo, and that was the difference. 
majority of the week, it lands on the number, you get a push. And then yesterday, I was very surprised to see that number get inside three. There was so much Buffalo money coming in that they decided to make that a two and a half point spread. Number matters big there. And then last night too, last night, I mean, much of the week, it was more than a field goal. So the Baltimore backers not feeling great. You're feeling okay at the end of the game because it's on the number. Like it's looking like a push. And then Zay Flowers being a, a young player, he decides, you know what? I'm going to go and score this touchdown. If he's, you know, a second, third year player, he's probably not doing that another year or so from now. Uh, so that Thanks, that Rick. is one. Even though the Ravens weren't great last night, strong on defense, I guess. But uh, Ravens mm-hmm. weren't great, but they end up covering the point spread. There's another favorite that wins and covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ravens defense really good, but there's something about them. They just can't mm-hmm. put teams away. As for the Lions, I was on the Packers. Shocking. I was actually on a dog this season and uh, I had put it on my Instagram, what I had said on the show prior to that game. And Kay Hilmers was like, oh, you just love to jinx your bets, don't you? Not a problem. Still won that bet, K Hilmer. So keep on talking trash to me <laughs> yeah, in the DMs. Step off. I welcome it. Uh, one of my yeah, biggest takeaways was the Broncos. <laughs> what is up with this Broncos turnaround? I, I uh. the Broncos stuff makes me want to vomit. They start off terrible, but I think they might be legit now and starting to really turn this turn this around. So. Maybe it just Go took ahead, a little Ed. longer, but I'm starting to Ed, buy that, it a little bit. That's Ed's lucky team. We do we talked about it last week. Uh what is yeah, was right. it just another bad quarterback, another injured quarterback, or like when are we gonna buy in? It's five wins now. I I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Like I, it's, maybe I'm just gonna be a perennial stay away for me. Like I can't do it anymore. Like I can't talk about them. I can't think about them. They make no <laughs> sense. Somehow they keep finding ways to win because of takeaways or facing a bad court. I don't know what it is, uh, but I know this much. Like I'm not going to place money one way or the other on the Broncos for the rest of the season in all likelihood. <laughs> I don't necessarily care what the model has to say. I don't care what my eyeballs are telling me i just don't know what's going on over there to where they can win because at some point the winning streak has to mean something right like it can't just be about luck and if i didn't have that feeling already we've gone beyond this cusp where i go you know what it's it's lasted too long now like three game winning Mm -hmm. streaks can be explained away i attempted a four game winning streak to explain that away and I made that mistake because now they've won five straight. I don't know what to do about them anymore. And it's fascinating to me that when we're talking about a team that had the worst defense known to man, that yeah. even though in many metrics they're still not very good, it's not like they've made this massive turnaround. It's just they're not historically bad anymore. Somehow, Russell Wilson, he's been okay. The rushing attack at times has been spectacular. But just every now and again, either Cortland Sutton has some ridiculous catch or there's some sort of massive high leverage play or some receiver we've never heard of making some fantastic, you know, tiptoeing catch. I don't know what to make of them anymore. And it's it's just probably something where I am afraid of them now. I have bronchophobia <laughs> and, and I don't know. I, I would love to see this in the Oxford English Dictionary at some point soon. It would be nice to have a word that I came up with in there. Like that would be a great yeah. legacy to leave, but I have bronchophobia right now. 
Uh, Russell Wilson yesterday, 134 passing yards in in the game in which they scored 29 points. He was third worst oh. in the week in completion percentage above expectation, third worst in the league, and they won 29 to 12. You know, sometimes I think there there are teams. I'm not saying it's the wrong approach, but I I think the majority of us take a look at turnovers, luck based, luck based, luck based, and once in a while you get teams that have that skill that are able to create turnovers. And, you know, they're Tomlin teams. Uh, the Bears under Lovey Smith, they were a team that would always, you know, the peanut punch. They would find a way to create turnovers. Is that is that what's happening right now? Or are the Browns playing stupid football yesterday? They had five fumbles. They end up losing three of them. Like, throughout this run, the turnover has been the big story uh, as far as the Broncos turning things around uh, defensively. I, I don't know but, what it but is. Joe, here's but the also, thing, yeah. But, here's the thing though it's like they also got the browns at just the right time right like dorian mm-hmm. thompson robinson suffers that concussion amari Car- um, amari cooper ruled out with ribs i mean we saw miles garrett in a sling like and denzel ward yes. already wasn't playing in that game and jordan elliott has an ankle problem now like that's why i have broncos phobia is that like we look at this browns defense as being phenomenal and they're losing guys right as they're playing Denver. Something yeah. is going on. I don't know if, if Sean Payton's made a deal with the devil, but I would love an investigation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The yardage was pretty close yesterday. And so it, they just mm-hmm. might be one of those teams where you don't even want to look at some of those numbers. Because Sean Payton doesn't yeah. care if Russell Wilson throws for 50 yards in a game. As long as they find a way to keep it close and now he can trust his defense a little bit. We know he wants to run the ball. So, like, he doesn't care about mm-hmm. the box scores. He doesn't care about those numbers. And I think there are certain teams where you have to take that into account. Like, these, well, these coaches don't care about the numbers. They don't care at all. They just care about keeping it close. So maybe we shouldn't uh, shouldn't overrate that. But I thought, you know, Cleveland's a team where I've thought, oh, the quarterback doesn't matter. There are teams, like, where the defense is so strong. But you're right. Miles Garrett in a sling that's a bigger concern than what's going on in the quarterback because whichever quarterback they throw out, we know it's bad. We know whether it's DTR, whether it's Walker, 
whether it's going to be Flacco at some point. It's going to be bad no matter what. And there's probably not much of a difference uh, between all those guys. And if we want to stick in Denver's division for a moment, you know, we we, early in the week kind of had this feeling like, okay, it seems like people are backing Vegas. I don't know. I still like Vegas getting nine points and it looked really good early. And then uh, the the Chiefs learned how uh, to score the second half of the game. They weren't dropping balls all over the place. There's another game. The yardage was almost identical, but the difference being the Chiefs were great in the red zone and and they did what we asked. Lean on Pacheco a little bit uh, more. And he got into the end zone twice with his uh, 20 touches on the day. And, you know, Jacobs was terrific and he had 20 rushes. But, you know, in the end, it was uh, too much Chiefs in that second half, and they got the cover. And uh, I loved how candid and real Antonio Pierce was after the game. He was like, you know, yeah. kind of like, cute story. We were in it, but we knew eventually this is the Kansas City Chiefs, and, like, they were yeah. going to put us away. <laughs> I mean, he was basically saying, like, we just aren't built to beat this team yet. Uh, and he was very honest oh. about it, and I found it refreshing because it's like they did hang around, and I was like, oh, wow. And then you look at everything in the final box score, it's like, yeah. That that wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's something, Aaron. Where if you're the interim head coach, you can get away with saying things like that. If the True. interim moniker is taken off, then I'm not so sure you're, right. you're going to present it with that brutal honesty. <laughs> like if he does get a head coaching job somewhere, which look, you know, the attitude, the swagger, all those things. It's like I'd love to see him have a legitimate opportunity. Maybe not right away, but at some point in his mm-hmm. career, I'd love to see him have a chance, regardless of you know whichever team is willing to to pull the trigger there. But I still, though, do appreciate that honesty. But you know who the real star of that game was? The real star for the Kansas City Chiefs and why they won that game and they were able to cover that spread, right? Because it is championship week, guys. Pacheco. Oh, got you. It's it's championship week, guys. I might be incorrigible. I understand that. Uh, we're running out of names, right? Like, who didn't drop a pass? Like, that's it. Let's uh, do the process of elimination. Elsie right? there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, yes, Rasheed Rice, eight receptions, 107 yards, and a score 78 of those yards when he had at least three yards of separation. And this is something I think we've known about the Chiefs for some time now is that, like, the scheme has always been really good. The play design hasn't waned in the slightest. Like Andy Reid's still there and, and, you know, yeah, I get the whole Nagy thing. I understand that. But still, though, like it's not like this offense has been putrid when it comes to the actual play designs. Like they still know what they're doing and they still have Pat Mahomes. It's just that they're so bereft of talent, the wide receiver position, that when somebody comes through, they are able to cover massive spreads. And that's exactly what Rasheed Rice is doing. Now, I understand that putting a lot of faith into a rookie receiver is a dangerous proposition. And that's exactly what the Chiefs will be relying upon if they are going to make a deep run to another Super Bowl title. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. And it worked this week. But it's also something where you go, all right, you win this round, but can you win the war? It's still going to be a big question mark, especially as the Ravens uh, knocked off the Chargers as we were talking about that game before, where it's like, okay, you look at the AFC picture, who's going to get this one seed? Somehow, the Ravens are still finding ways to win ball games, And yeah. even when you can criticize something that they did, like on Sunday night, where the Chargers defense actually played well, 
they still find a way to win the Baltimore Ravens do. So it's like, okay, how are you supposed to have faith in the chiefs that they are going to be the ones to come through when you do have a few other contenders in the AFC who are also impressing? If I could, the Chiefs play such a soft schedule moving forward. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't lose again. Like, it's just lining up very well for them right now. That was another thing I noticed this morning, just looking at the Chiefs' schedule. It's like, whoo, even if Mm -hmm. they're not playing their best football, they've got a nice uh, path right now. It's amazing how different everything looks with Kansas City when they're not just dropping the ball over the place, whether it's a fumble or it's passes they should be catching. I think FVFs did have find a way to have another drop. Like They, they were missing a couple of receivers, and it didn't matter because those receivers have – Low leverage it. drops. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's not yeah. a big deal. So, yeah, they're going to be fine. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe Pittsburgh's the one because they, they, they're not going to lose ever again, I guess. So they they finally outgain a team. <laughs> it finally happened. They needed to fire Matt Canada to outgain a team uh, over 400 yards. I mean, that was just uh, one of the things floating around last week that was just so startling. Like, we knew Matt Canada was bad, right? And they got all these mm-hmm. receivers. But they went that long without 400 yards. And then first game gone, he goes over 400 so it was uh, everybody was on Pittsburgh in that one, and that ends up being pretty comfortable at the end. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we continue our recap of Week 12, including the Bills and the Eagles. What a fantastic game that was. That's right here on the BetQL.